0: At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Or High. Welcome to Oral Hygiene. It's the podcast where we look at educational films caught experimental films and interesting documentaries. I am Matt. Hello, Andrew Shear. That was me speaking in tongues. Right. Okay. Within with I get well, it's clear after a second, I guess. We could do the whole podcast in tongues. That'd be fun. It's like watching Galaxy Quest and Thermidian. <laughs> I've done it. I've done I have it. too. <laughs> <laughs> I just—I uh, said it before, but I just love it when it's like the <laughs> Pepsi Cola. <laughs> That's the best. Um, we're we're speaking in tongues. We're gonna handle handle some serpents. Uh, that doesn't sound good. Well, I I decided to avoid saying the handle some snakes, but now I've said that okay. too. So, <laughs> oh well. Um, this is the serpent caught which i guess is an episode of what is it true adventure true adventure
1: yeah that was the name of the tv uh episode not
0: not disney because disney had their 50s program which was true life adventure i think
1: oh okay well this was the this was my first episode ever same here
0: uh, yeah no it's uh it seems like uh it was maybe in prime time possibly yeah yeah because I think they were kind of um, knocking off one of the um, Disneyland programs. I mean, the, the yeah. Disney show, because they, they would do this stuff. I thought this... When I first clicked it, I, I was deceived. Not deceived, I should say, because it was fun to watch. But I thought it was going to be one of those, and it's actually a different production company and everything. Oh, okay. See, I don't know a whole lot of trivia
1: about... I even forgot the, the host's name.
0: I've already forgotten it, too, so...
1: But uh, he was it's we'll talk about it but i'll i'll tell you uh, everybody kind of what it's about first and then we'll go into it cuz this was an odd experience for me it was kind of like i don't know how anyone wouldn't have this experience but yeah if you're ready i'll i'll go ahead and say what it's about
0: oh right uh, yeah i was i was going to let you roll into that yeah i don't this looks like
1: 60s to me um like early 60s but i'm not exactly sure um, that that was my take. I didn't think it had a date on it. Okay, so it's it's hosted by this this guy, this talking head, and it is about um, Louisville, Kentucky, uh, a a religious cult that is um, that does snake handling. Which is uh, me coming from a non-religious background. Um, this is got, you know some kind of weird offshoot of uh, Christianity, I guess, where they take a certain part of the Bible uh, that talks about not being afraid of snakes or something. He explains it all and prefaces by saying, now we're not here to make any sort of judgment or to condemn any religious practice. And then he goes on for the next 20 minutes, freaking out about this religious practice and basically condemning it. But um, yeah, so it shows real footage. This is Mondo stuff of uh, an actual um, snake handlers. And it's a large group of people all white that may shock
0: you. <laughs> Your point of view is honky, motherfucker. Sorry, it's just one of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> but they are um just ju- not just one snake where someone goes around with
1: the snake and going like, and you are healed by the snake, and you are healed by the snake. It's just piles of these snakes. And I yes, they're he's healed
0: by the snake after the service. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everyone who wants to come into the tent and be healed by the trouser snake. Um, Herman the one-eyed german will also be there. I um I I was it the longer you watch it the more like they start calling it weird, bizarre, dangerous. And oh god. Like,
0: got, why is our c- photographer there? Why did we send this cameraman there?
1: He's going to die. Yeah, like, we believe uh, that small child who was holding the balloon was later killed by one of the snakes. You know, it was just he's he it goes from documentary newsreel documentary mondo footage to like this like quasi journalistic america's funniest home videos (laughs) that's a strong quasi at that
0: point yes uh well if you just add with snakes america's funniest (laughs) home videos now with snakes (laughs) now with
1: snakes and severely disturbed rednecks
0: (laughs) but um i don't know you're you know you got your moonshine stills, all that. Moonshine will make you blind. I, I found backwood stills when I used to go camping and stuff. Somewhere I have photos of, of them.
1: Okay, I've, I've been nowhere near anything like this. So this, um, this to me was um, just, uh, you know, hmm. there's rattlesnakes in here, which we know because they tell you kill half the people they bite. And they're just like, put it on your head. And there's one point even where someone like opens the mouth to show everyone, yeah, here's the fangs, you know. Uh, To me, knowing that this stuff still happens and there are parts of the United States where there are just pockets of people who are just don't do not care about laws, do not care about civilization. And they're raising kids in there to continue it, I think is just It's disturbing. However, (laughs) this (laughs) educational film, um, it's got its mondo quality, but you know, this is a 20 minute, how long is it? 22, 23 minutes long. You're like, all right, well, it's going to keep its value for maybe half of that. Why would you keep watching it? Um, It's because, and the guy warns you, um, it builds and gets crazier and more insane and crazier and more insane. Like up until the very end of it,
0: so they 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 got the build up. I kept expecting a Steve Martin to show up at some point. (laughs) (laughs) And um, there there was actually um, there's a clip from the early eighties where he he's going through the jungle and comes across like the hippie commune and is just being ridiculously condescending.
1: (laughs) Yeah, God, he would be great in some of those Italian cannibal
0: movies too yeah (laughs) but uh yeah the guy in this is he's he's not as charming see the 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 disney production host probably would have been more charming where this guy seems a little whack (laughs) this wouldn't have
1: been this wouldn't have come from disney i mean it shows children in just like not even possible danger it's probable danger
0: last you said that was the uh the the hallmark of a disney film (laughs) yeah no that's
1: true um (laughs) well you know no disney likes to ace the parents as soon as possible um but it yeah it, do, it does check that, it does check that box <laughs> for disney that's true um and you know on second thought it uh they probably should make you know the next disney movie about snake handlers um especially if they can kill a couple of kids or at least their parents you know like dad jumps in the way and the snake
0: <sighs> What have, have to come to the uh, Pixar route, so it's artistic too, right? First, first five to ten minutes that needs to happen. That's the okay. note. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, but it's it's a uh, god, you know. The guy becomes the the narrator becomes unhinged at a point. I think this is too long. I think that's the thing. The segment is too long, and he doesn't reserve judgment, and that's kind of the whole thing of documentary filmmaking. You know, you got this kind of objective point of view. Um, there's no um, natural sound. Oh, it wasn't there? They didn't appear to have recorded sound at this thing. So you got this like banjo, two thousand maniacs music like playing there through the whole thing. Oh,
0: the sound's go to rise again. Yeah, I've um, you know, <laughs> what what did I write about? Redneck tribal beats gonna get your dick up. <laughs> Bluegrass is That's... the sound of the the Satan. <laughs>
1: yeah no you know it begins innocently enough i guess before the snakes come out and they just bring out box o snakes (laughs) and so then you know all the it's just i don't know you you can't be i don't i don't i think they really like because it's so long and it's not just a here's a funny thing because they try to set it up as this thing is like now we must have respect for cultures and religious practices but that's like saying like okay so you
0: know if our friend jim offers you kool-aid
1: don't be rude.
0: Right. Well, I was yeah, I put the uh, might, might the same, the getting getting bitten, send you into an out of body experience. You know, if you get killed, it should be like a pretty intense one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think
1: there'll be no coming back for this one. I mean, it's the ultimate, it's the ultimate trip. The ultimate,
0: <laughs> ah, man. Um. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, the narrator also, as it goes, he keeps shouting true adventures more and more as it goes. Like, he does (laughs) you know it's almost like okay this is the 60s when this was made early
1: 60s i would say uh you know you think about the things that people were seeing on television at that time you know the uh you know he makes a comment early on talking about uh we couldn't use a tripod for this so it's going to be all handheld i think this was on the cusp of verite being a common thing in, in households and so um it it may well be one of the first times people saw something like this, you know, like
0: families saw something. I wonder if True Adventures was a primetime show. Yeah. Oops, we didn't do our, our research, but because these these rednecks, they these hillbillies, let's call them hillbillies, that's because they live in the right. hills, right? Because they, they don't uh, yeah. want they don't want to be on any damn TV. True Adventures only. You got to trust the brand. Yeah, and they they did remark that you know,
1: like uh, we were we were they didn't want to be filmed but we we got permission and then you know there's a couple times when they uh, several times as it goes that the subjects appeared to acknowledge the camera and then attempt to include you know the camera in it you know showing the snake fangs right there you know it's like what did this they couldn't have paid this guy enough this person uh, shooting this film <laughs> like at what point do you just go I'm tapping out everyone
0: this is not <laughs> It's not worth it to me. And before the snakes, they're screwing around with the fire, right? You got that guy that looks like Morrissey, like doing dangerous things with fire. Oh gosh. I totally forgot about the fire. Okay.
1: Yeah. They are. um, This whole thing is to show how strong their religious faith is. You know, it's like, oh, I I believe I trust in whatever so much that uh, I'll put my arm. Yeah. It shows them like putting fire on themselves you know and that's 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 kind of like uh, the guy that walks on hot coals you know it, it made me think of that kind of thing to where you're like oh well but did that ever did you ever look at something like that? or could you look at something like that and go like wow that's very powerful or man what an idiot
0: for in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form and in Christ you have been brought to fullness Sorry, I just thought i do the uh, random Bible reading like they do in here. <laughs> yeah. No, it's
1: uh, they do try to give it some context by, you know, and all this is in the beginning, I should say, because, you know, at first they're really setting it up as being sort of like a let's observe this thing and let's try to reserve our. But by the end, it's just like, holy
0: shit, another snake. <laughs> what, what could this be? What, what horrible surprise is next? It's another snake. <laughs>
1: another snake. It's the snake's dad. It's the snake's babies. But um, yeah, the, the, one of the reasons why I, uh, I, I was re- into this, because I actually had to research um, snake handling when I reviewed a film called Them That Follow in 2019. This is a really, like, a, it's a good movie, but it's about a, a girl, it's a young woman, rather, that's trying to escape a cult. And they do use the word cult uh, in the documentary. I don't know what really defines a religious cult. I mean, is it the amount of people that are involved?
0: Just listening to someone talk about that yesterday. It's like, like you know, do you do you take your neighbor's wife as the leader? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I guess you have to have a certain amount of people. I mean, I can't have my own cult if I don't have any followers. Yeah. Every religion, by definition, would be a cult at some point though, right? it would have to go through its caught phase before uh, getting a little more traction.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, you're talking about groups of people that have some sort of, I don't know. I like, I'm not uh, educated enough on it to speculate, but I, I did wonder about that. But this, these people are doing an illegal activity. I mean, they shouldn't be doing this. And if they're caught, they're definitely get busted, but they do it anyway. And it's, um, it's a a thing that people think of as, as a Southern probably because there's a kind of permissive attitude in the Hills and stuff like that. Like, all right, Jed, just don't kill any more nine year olds this week. (laughs) Could you just, I mean, that's enough, Jed. That's enough.
0: Nine year olds. I just put these, these, these folks, they talk the talk and snake bite the walk, you know,
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's totally true. Um, and imagine if you're the guy that has to go out and get the snakes.
0: Yeah. You know? Where like, do you what get is the snakes? they are just—I just, guess—they're picking them out from the forest, picking them out. I mean, they—you know—they're obviously catching them and putting them in a big
1: box. I
0: mean, that's—that's that's how it appears they do. It, so. got a snake put it in the box. Uh, we got snakes, y'all got that snake box. The snakes were pissed. <laughs> I mean. This, did you put yourself in
1: the position of the snake when watching? It? I didn't even get in that headspace. But what what could the
0: snake possibly be thinking? Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what snakes think, but they. I, I can assume they're pissed. Yeah, they're like, God, I cannot stand Kentucky. I think my most re- <laughs> I need to get out of
1: Kentucky.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you were making a claim that this podcast is firmly against Kentucky. <laughs>
1: No, I think the snakes are just like. It's probably what they're telling them. The box says like New York City on it. And they're like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> let's go!" They but, got us again. Um, ding
0: ding. <laughs> I don't know. My I guess my most redneck experience is uh, when I was a teenager. We'd stay with some family friends. had a It was a they had a nice lake house like in Alabama, and you know these people were and the neighbors were pretty loaded. They had like little jet skis and stuff and have a motorboat and we go to the other side of the lake and it's like this redneck campsite and we get off the boat and Hey, Hey, I'm going to, Hey, I know these people. And I get introduced to this couple named, was it Bubba and buff? Wow.
1: (laughs) So hopefully, you know, my experience when arriving in Athens is was that I was in the country, you know, because of how like big of distance of nothing it was between Atlanta and Athens and um, Athens had, um, I mean, you and I got turned around one time uh, trying to go somewhere and we were like seeing cows and pigs and chickens like very soon after getting just out
0: of the boundaries of downtown. You remember that? Yeah. It doesn't take too long to, to go redneck. And...
1: no. And, and so um, one of the, one of the first jobs that I had out there uh, briefly at an air conditioning uh, plant uh, or factory, whatever it was. Um, there was a guy there that um, I couldn't understand. I could understand him kind of like there were varying degrees of country accent there. Some, I couldn't understand at all. And so uh, when I was kind of learning the ropes and walking around with him, um, there was a guy that he'd always say something to um, that was kind of like up on another, you know, another level of like maybe another floor that you kind of see like an observation deck or railing. And he would raise his hand and go, blah, blah. and I'm going like, okay, I don't know what that is. I mean, I can understand pretty much, okay, everything this guy says, but whatever he's saying to his friend, you know, that's that's nothing. And so when I got to know him a little bit better, I said, hey, what are you saying to that guy that you always walk by? What do, What is it you say to him? And he goes, oh, I'm just uh, hollering at him. Right. You were you are like, acknowledging him and saying hello, but what is it you actually say to that guy? He goes, I'm just, you know, nothing really. And I'm going, oh my God, Blazing Saddles was right. Authentic (laughs) frontier gibberish does actually exist. So, you know, sometimes when you hear like a thick Southern accent here and and you go like, what in the hell was that? It might be actually nothing. They're just hollering at each other. (laughs) Exactly. It might be actually nothing. That blew my mind, man. <laughs> I was like, holy God. You know, because I've been on family trips too, where we, we pass through somewhere like Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And, you know, you get out of the car and you're just like, we are in the sticks. <laughs> Redneck Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, because I've been told being from Atlanta is not being from the south. And in, in situations like that, I I can see what they
0: mean. Because, oh, wow. This entire loop, mean, I, I've I spent time in Gatlinburg. They have like the one of those Ripley's Believe It or Not museums, which is very much along the lines of this.
1: Yeah, they had a, like a lot of weird. I don't know, man. It's just uh, there is a lot of different folks out there, and so yeah, I would like to say that uh, this Louisville, Kentucky serpent cult that is depicted in here no longer exists. It's very likely it does still exist, unless they got busted. <laughs> No, I mean, they're, you know, they're listening to their, you know, Spotify while
0: they're putting snakes in the box. <laughs> Playing some, I, I don't even know. I don't know what who a country singer is anymore because no one in Japan listens to that <laughs> country. Uh, well, the most popular modern
1: country here is basically pop music sung in a southern accent. Twang. It's not, really, yeah, very country music so i don't see I'd it's hesitate. a twang
0: that makes you think it's racist <laughs> <laughs> well we still have nascar yeah yeah no japan's thing is um we just have the enka which would be that I'll music enka the music you heard in the kill bills the japanese stuff is like you know i mean they still make it but that would be like the japanese equivalent basically of the country okay.
1: <laughs> well um yeah i i'm a. Uh... The thing is this, like, I think coming from where we came from uh, there in Doraville, we, we considered ourselves very, like, cultured as far as knowing what other people were like, but we didn't really, and I say I didn't really get a taste of the redneck or whatever it was until, yeah, until I was well into my 20s. And um, the thing is that uh, you don't want to say that, like, you're kind of xenophobic or whatever. However, prior to getting there, I had already seen. Um, deliverance, Last House on the Left, The Hills Have Eyes. And so, you know, you get around stuff like what you see in this uh, True Adventure episode, and you start to think, okay, well, if my car breaks down near where something like, you remember in Quick Change where Randy Quaid's like, it's bad luck just seeing something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just get the idea that if you were to happen upon this occurring, uh,
0: you wouldn't be allowed to, to leave. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the the whole two thousand maniacs vibe, Exactly. and that was Florida, right? Right, Which, that that yeah. was Disney World. Yeah, that was the beginning of Florida man. No, I mean, I, that, where that movie was shot, I believe, actually, was the tract of land that Disney ended up buying and building Disney World on. It's beautiful, <laughs> I believe it. I, I if, if if that's apocryphal, I'll be disappointed. I'll put it that way. <laughs> i'm happy to just say that's the fact hopefully where splash mountain is <laughs> snake venom trail it's all venom uh, where, where can people handle your snakes oh man i'm so glad you asked <laughs> <laughs>
1: um you can find my friends and i who make underground movies uh here in athens georgia uh, go to G-O-N-Z-O-R-I-F-F-I-C, gonzorific.com. It'll be your portal to buying things and watching things and uh, following things and all that other good stuff. We're doing the Punk, punk Rock Flea Market at the Classic Center on uh, July 31st and August 1st. And then we will have our yearly underground movie show at Athens Cine on uh, November 12th and
0: 13th. Cine. Okay. I feel like I said it slightly differently. I probably just called it Khan. And the lady at
1: the post office near me says it. The center. I like going uh, to
0: see movies at the center. <laughs> That's like the Maybe center. It's the center. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this this podcast is Oral Hygiene Pod. It's on Twitter, Facebook. It's here. You're listening to it. You know where this is. Uh, I also make music. That's at rovingsagemedia.bangcamp. rovingsagemedia.bangcamp.com. There we go. I felt like I'd already said common there somewhere. So. Yeah. <laughs> <Calm>, um, <laughs> Okay Now you're doing it It's frontier gibberish (laughs) Exactly I got (laughs) bit once and I liked it
1: I'm just Snake in my boot There's cocaine in my snake in my boot
0: Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done